Do you want to lose weight but struggle to stay committed to a meal plan because you constantly feel hungry? Does food provide you comfort when you are bored, angry, lonely, or sad? If so, you are in the right place. My name is Kristen Jones, and I'm a life coach specializing in emotional eating and weight loss, and I'm also a lifelong emotional eater. I want to provide you with information, motivation, and support so you too can learn to manage your issues with food and develop a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. My name is Kristen Jones, and thank you so much for joining me this week. If y'all didn't know, it is, well, right now we're recording this, I'm recording this at the end of April, and May is Mental Health Month, so or Mental Health Awareness Month. And so today I want to just give you some quick and dirty, just tips, strategies, things that you can do and you can start implementing today, soon as this podcast is over, soon as you finish listening four things that you can do to improve your mental health mindset. Because one of the purposes and one of the things that we do in Breakthrough Emotional Eating, our group on Facebook, if you're not there, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough. And I know you all are coming because I know because when you all come into the group, you say, oh yeah, and I've been listening to your podcast, which thrills me by the way. So thank you so much. I love that. I love when people come into the group and they say, oh my gosh, I've heard your podcast. I heard you mention your group. I decided to come over. That's amazing. If you, and this goes for anybody, this goes for anybody who's watching live because we record live in the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Community every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. If you are finding, and and many of you are telling me, and I'm telling you, it makes my day when you tell me this, many of you are saying that podcast episodes, there are certain podcast episodes that you're finding and you're really, really getting a lot of value out of them and you're really enjoying them. And if you are, and you're, you're listening to the podcast and you're really enjoying it, I have two things. There might be three, but I'm going to say there's two pretty positive things that I want you to do. Two things that I'd like you to do. If you are listening to the podcast or watching the videos. Oh, there's three or watching the videos on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. There are three, three things I want you to do. So the first one, if you are watching or listening, listening preferably to the podcast and you are finding them helpful, you know what? Get squirrely and go on to whatever platform you're on and leave a review leave a review. That really, really helps me and the podcast in um, our rankings um, within, um, within the platform, whichever platform it is, whether it's Apple iTunes, whether it's Spotify, whatever. So you, first thing, you can leave a review. Second thing you can do is you can go and you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel Every week when my podcast gets dropped on Thursdays, we also release and post in my, on my um, channel, a video of the podcast. So 
If you are a visual person and you like to, you know, watch somebody as they're speaking, that is the thing for you. So leave a review, subscribe to the, um, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, and the third one, I knew I wasn't going to remember. The third one is if you are finding any of these episodes helpful, share them, share them with a friend, share them on your social media channel, share them on your, on your page, on your thread, you know, personal profile, take a little screenshot and just say, Hey, I was listening to this. I know her and I was listening to it and it was really helpful because the more, the more we can help people, the more that we can get the information out there and let people know that there is specific help for emotional eating and for emotional eating in conjunction with weight loss, the more that that can happen, the better things are, the better, the better the world is going to be. Because I, I was, I was, um, I was listening to my mentor talk at the, um, at the, um, the conference that I was attending. And one of the things she said was, she said, and she was speaking to you know a room of 1500 life coaches. And she said, what you all don't understand is there are people out there who are waiting and hoping that you have something that will help them. Like there are people out there, I know, cause I was one of those people. Like I was one of those people who was out there wishing that somebody would have said, Hey, you know what? I've got some, I I've got information for you. I know you're struggling and I've got information and I can help you. And so I, it's really, it, I really feel like it is my obligation and it, it is my place here on earth to find those people, to find the people who need that kind of help, who need the help and who are ready to get the kind of help that I offer. And so I, I really, I want you, I really want and encourage you to share this uh, with, with anyone, whether it's somebody, you know, somebody you don't know um, and just, you know, get the word out there. Cause we want people to be able to get the help that they need. Okay. All right. Enough of that. So today it's mental health month. It's not mental health May <laughs> mental health month in May. And so I'm going to be going over four really quick easy implement implementation, implementing, I don't know, implementing things. That sentence doesn't make sense, but oh, well, I don't edit my podcast, so it doesn't really matter. (laughs) You just get me speaking the way I speak. So it is um, talking about, again, we're going to talk about four things that you can do. You can implement today after the podcast is over to really uplevel your mood, improve how you feel and just move your life in a positive direction. So first one, take care of your body. Now that's pretty general. Take care of your body. What does that look like? What does it mean? Well, a couple things. First and foremost, the first thing I think of is y'all got to move. You got to move your body, whether it's Walking around, I know that we have. I know that um, that Holly's on the uh, listening to the podcast, and I know what Holly does is her kids are at soccer practice, and she walks around the field. She walks around the soccer field while her kids are having practice. Um, you know, you can always sneak in some movement. I'm not talking about exercise. I'm talking about movement. Just move your body. So so very important. 
A second way of taking care of your body is eat foods that your body likes, that you love, and that love you back. Okay? We know. I make it very clear. Gluten does not like me. It doesn't love me at all. Do I love it? Oh, heck yeah, I do. But it doesn't love me back. So I have to make some tough choices. But I feel so much better. So again, have to take care of ourselves, have to take care of our bodies. And so any of those things, especially when it comes to, I want to kind of dive back to movement. When it comes to moving your body, you can, you can hear what other people say about like, oh, I do this, or I do this, or, you know, I use the Peloton bike, or I use the Peloton tread, which are behind me. But you know what? If, 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 that's, not, if that's not fun for you, then don't do it. Don't do it because somebody else said they do it. That's ridiculous. You have to find what's going to work for you. And if a five-minute dance party, those people who are in the membership know, we all talk about the five-minute dance party. If you have a five-minute dance party, you can work up a pretty good sweat by doing that. Do that a few times a day, you are set. So again, you have to find what's going to work for you, but we've got to be moving our bodies, especially at this time of year. It's been winter for so long. It's cold. It's damp. It's starting to, we're starting to see glimmers of spring. Embrace it. Get yourself out there and bring spring home by spending some time outside. And so make sure, again, just movement, not talking about it. It doesn't have to be exercise. It can just be movement, moving your body and really, and moving your body improves your mental health because it clears your head. It gets oxygen to your brain. It rejuvenates the cells because you get all this fresh oxygen into your brain cells and flushes out any of the, you know, lactic acid buildup, any of those things. So it's really important to get that air moving in and out, filling your lungs up, exhaling all the air out. Where's my, I have it here. Hold on. Let me show you. I love this. Alex, one of the Peloton instructors always says this, but I found a journal that says it and it says, inhale confidence, ex- inhale confidence, exhale doubt. Love that. Love that. So that's what we got to do. Inhale confidence, exhale doubt. All right. That's number one. Number two. All I said was stop doing this. <laughs> so what do we have to stop doing? We have to stop saying negative things about ourselves. We have to stop making ourselves be the butt of a joke. We have to stop putting ourselves in the punchline using self-deprecating humor. It just doesn't fly. It doesn't fly. The person you need to be the kindest to is you. And oftentimes that is the last person that you're kind to. So it's really, really important. If you want to improve your mental health, you have got to start saying kind things to yourself, building yourself up, speaking to yourself in a way that you would speak to your best friend. You would speak to a child because the way we speak to ourselves is a reflection of how we feel. And then our actions always are, are always dictated by how we feel. So if we don't feel good, we don't take good actions. 
We don't make good decisions. We don't put good things into our mouths. So it's really, really important to make sure that you are remembering that you must speak kindly to yourself. Even when you're not feeling, that's when you're not feeling like it, that's when you need it the most. So what does that look like? First off, it first looks like just observing and catching how often you say something that's not very kind to yourself. And just be aware. I, I, I don't tell people like, oh my gosh, you've got to stop that habit. You've got to stop it right away. Because a lot of times what goes along with that is a lot of shame and a lot of disgust and a lot of like, oh, you're such a bad person. I can't believe you said that to yourself. Well, that didn't make it any better. <laughs> so we have to be really aware and accepting and like, okay, and tomorrow will be a better day. I'll make a better choice tomorrow. I'll be kinder to myself. I'll remember what a good person I am. So we have, and it can't start anywhere else other than with you. So you have to turn, you have to turn the tables and you have to turn it on yourself. Speak kindly to yourself. All right. Number three, feel better now. And when I say you want to feel better now, even when something which you might they say is terrible has happened or something happens and it doesn't go the way you've planned. The way to feel better now is to get all of those thoughts that are bouncing around inside your head, getting them out, getting them on paper and letting them go. So the third thing to improve and up-level your mental health is journaling. And journaling can look like a variety of things. It can look just like free making a making a shopping list, making a you know a list to go to the store, bullet points, um, you know, do, doing a full blown free write where you're just writing down exactly what's come to your mind. You could do something a little bit more formal. I I have something called a story versus fact for those people who know what the story versus fact is. You can drop that or a brain dump. I know some people, a lot of my clients who are listening right now or, or who are live in the group do brain dumps, story versus fact, thought worksheets that I have created that I <laughs> strongly encourage them to do um, when things happen. And they're very, very helpful because they make you Get those thoughts out of your head. They make you start addressing them. They make you think, okay, what's going on and how can I reframe this? How can I shift this? How can I not have myself be beaten up about this? Because maybe things didn't go as well as I wanted to. Maybe how can I get out of this? And not out of this place, but how can I process what's happened and then decide how I'm going to approach it from a different angle, from a different viewpoint and do it in a positive way that's going to be much more beneficial. So journaling, getting your thoughts out of your head. One of the, one of the um, I forget who it was, somebody told me about that was, was saying about the power of journaling is, is the whole idea is just to get thoughts down out of your head and onto paper. And I have people ask me all the time about journal prompts. And personally, what I think is the most effective thing to do is to just write what you're thinking, what's on your mind, what are you concerned about? 
So that is that that is really the that it really is the most powerful thing um, to remember is that you you have to just you have to just think what is what can I how can I how can I how can I get my thoughts down so they're not just bouncing around inside my head and then multiplying and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and expanding and multiplying and and and, and then getting out of control. So journaling, getting your thoughts down, getting them out of your body, out of your mind and onto paper. That's number three. And number four, it's what we're doing right here, right now, live on this podcast as it's being recorded. We have a group of people who are listening to me live and they are part of a community of over 6,000 people who are a part of the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community. And that is surround yourself with people that uplift, encourage, and keep you accountable. Not saying people who tell you yes all the time. And I'm not saying people who just tell you what you want to hear because that doesn't help people. It doesn't help anybody for someone to just nod their head and go, uh-huh, yeah, you're totally right. You're totally right. And they're like, oh my God, she's crazy. That doesn't help. It doesn't help to have people just say yes all the time. What helps is to have people who want to uplift, who want to support you, who want to motivate and encourage you, but also want to keep you accountable. When you say you have a goal and you say you have something that you're working towards, they're there to say, hey, how's that going? Do you need any help with that? Or, hey, it seems like you're having a hard day. What's going on with that? Do you need to talk about something? But we have to start surround, we have to surround ourselves with people who want to do and improve in the same way that we do. We don't have to be like them. In fact, it's better if we're not like them, but we do want to uplift and to surround ourselves with people who are also wanting to improve their lives because then we can support each other because we've got built-in cheerleaders right there. So that is, that is super, super important. I think it's one of the, one of the main reasons the group is, is the way it is. Um, and, and the group is really incredible and it's because people have shared what's going on. They've been vulnerable. If any of you have not watched the TED Talk by Brene Brown from 2011. I know it's old, but it is so good. It's called The Power of Vulnerability. Oh my goodness. It is so good. So good. Amazing. I had to listen. I had to, I got to listen to it for my yoga teacher training. Amazing. So, so, so good. So again, The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown, TED Talk. Look it up on YouTube. It's awesome. Um, so that, you know, it, it's really, really important that we surround ourselves. You know, we are a compilation of the five people that we spend the most time with. Be very selective about who you spend time with and select people who uplift, who encourage, who want you to, to, to do better and feel better. One of the coolest things, and it was so ironic, I read this, this um, in Jen Sincero, who wrote um, You Are a Badass. She wrote this in her, um, I believe it was in her second book. She said, it's really easy 
for people to be there and support you when you're feeling down because it makes them feel better because you're in need. They can come in. They can help you. They can be the savior. And she said, true friends, you really know who the people are that you want to spend time with and that you want to have in your life. Those are the people who are your cheerleaders, who root for you and who are there to support you when you are doing amazing. Because it's really hard sometimes to support somebody when they're doing amazing because it can kind of make you feel jealous. It can kind of make you feel threatened. Real friends, real friends who are secure in themselves and who really uplift, they are the ones that you want to have around because again, it's very easy for someone to support you when you're feeling down because it makes them feel better. So be very, very selective about who you let into your world, who you surround yourself with, and because those people will help you or, or hinder you from getting where you want to be. You always get to make your own decisions, but it can make it much, much more challenging when you don't make the wise, make the right choice. All right. There you have it. Our four things for mental health month, May. Again, take care of your body. Speak kindly to yourself. Journal, get their thoughts out of your head. And lastly, surround yourself with people who uplift you, motivate you, inspire you but also hold you accountable to the goals that you've set for yourself. All right. I hope that was helpful. Uh, again, just a quick little, quick little uh, jaunt here on Facebook. So I hope that everyone has a marvelous weekend and please be safe. Have a good time. Always make sure you always have a good time, but make sure you're safe at the same time. All right. We will be back next week with, uh, oh, we have a couple weeks coming up. Super excited. We have a couple weeks of interviews coming up with, uh, with some of my clients. I'm very excited about that. So I will not, will not, uh, let the cat out of the bag, but, uh, keep an eye out for that. And you will definitely want to be here next week. All right. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information on emotional eating and losing weight, please go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and join the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community. I hope to see you soon.